Listeners of Spoiler Alert, in the time since we've figured out our recording schedule, something big has rocked the Commonwealth and shaken this world to its very core. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that reminded us Mr. Bean exists. (laughs) So so that's right, everybody. (laughs) Bust out your Teddies because it's a Bean episode, y'all. Let it be known that he said Teddy. I was just about to say. (laughs) What? Don't. in the context of what I was saying, everyone needs to get their teddy out. Yeah, please, everyone expose oh. your teddies. Don't, don't, don't you guys have teddies? <laughs> get do. your teddies flapping in the wind, please. <laughs> As they want to do. <laughs> anyway, you guys, I can't deep dive into this strange English man alone. So I am joined by my two co-workers from work who really, 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 really don't want to be here. Sean and Sonia. Hey, guys. How are you? Hi. Thank you for having us at this ill-fated yeah. New Year's party. <laughs> could, I, could I perhaps could I perhaps dip some uh, twigs into some... What's Peanut butter called? or whatever? Marmite? Marmite, yes. Uh, I don't know if that's making the Marmite better or the twigs worse. Tea. Like, great, <laughs> great observation. I don't know what... I don't fault... Hubert and Hubert or whatever their names are, I don't fault them in the slightest for getting themselves out of that predicament. Um, I would be frightened that Mr. Bean would kill us. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I must not have watched the one that you guys are talking about. Oh, well, I guess we'll get into it. I guess we'll. Yeah, it's awkward. awkward there is so only much. like five episodes of Mr. Bean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just the key text. And they didn't like go beyond and make any cartoons or anything either. Like that didn't happen. So yeah, good well, thing that fine. didn't happen. In a in a sliding doors universe, that wouldn't have happened. But mm. you know, uh, the most famous voice actor of all time. <laughs> we're joking. We're joking about cartoon. how it did happen, right? We That's are. Okay. We are joking about that. I was like, do, do they actually not know, or <laughs> am I missing sarcasm again? Okay, carry on. I, I, I also faded in and out of understanding what we were talking about, but that's okay. Um, As I've said, we are doing a deep dive on Mr. Bean. We're getting into all of his ins, his outs, his tiny cars, and his various shenanigans. Um, Shenanigans abound. First and foremost, uh, what what is your guys' history with with the Beanster? I can't say anything other than Mr. Bean. It gets awkward. Well, because uh, does he have a first name? We don't know. We don't know. We haven't Mr. seen the paperwork. He's only Mr. Bean. He's only Mr. Bean. Um, uh, I know of him because my grandparents had several of the double VHS tapes. Ooh. And I think like I think literally a tape would have two episodes. So like maybe a half hour on each. And and I think they had probably four. And as I mentioned before, I think there's maybe in the season, there's like 15 episodes or something like that. Like, I think there was only one season in 1990. And I think there's only 15 episodes. So, yeah, I just looked. You're mm-hmm. exactly right, Sean. I, so, you know, if you've seen a few, you've seen most of them, gotta be honest. Truly. <laughs> but yeah, so we would watch, and because honestly, you, that's any, a child of any, of any age can pick up on a Mr. Bean. Mm-hmm. Although I will say the older you get, such as us as adults, 
I feel like the viewing, it got much darker as I watched mm-hmm. this go around. I was like, Mr. Bean, I don't find Mr. Bean a sad character. I think that he's actually a malevolent character. Yeah, he's the villain. I think he's actually yes. a horror movie villain. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Sanj, your, your, your past history with uh, Mr. Bean. Yeah, I I remember watching them as a kid, and I don't know, you saying that, Sean, made me wonder, like, what format did we have them in? Because I don't think they were VHS. But then how did, did we you... watch them? Because it's not like streaming existed. Well, Sonia, it might just be like my experiences, because there was this tie to the CBC. And mm, it was like Mr. It was Bean on TV. made it. Yeah. BBC. Yeah, and it was one of those things... That, like, it definitely was not always on. Like, it wasn't that kind of vibe. But there was, like, a time of day where it was the only option. Mm. And that was a good thing. Like, we you know, you wanted to get your bean on. But, yeah. um... Please don't. You want to flick your bean? <laughs> I'm oh, she, exiting... She went the, right for that. I'm yeah. exiting the <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was an intrusive thought and I let it win. Um... <laughs> But uh, there, there was this thing that happened, and like maybe I'll ask this question now. But um, the the starting of Mister Bean is so abrupt mm-hmm. with this like like reverse abduction thing, which some people well we'll talk about what that means in yeah, a second yeah, here. Good. But it's almost as if it like cut into Canadian airwaves on I believe it was CBC, and it was just like. The music started and he hard hit the floor. Like he just like slams into that thing. And uh, and then you watch in the same way that Just for Last comes on and everyone in Canada just like turns it on. And you just mm-hmm. watch that little green monster be like, Mommy, it's over. It's <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I gotta go. Um, did you know, this is a total aside, Just for Laughs, it took me decades to realize that they edited those comedy sketches. Wait, what do you mean? You thought that it, people like, were just waiting, like, person after person, they each tell a one-liner, and then the other one would run out and do another? Well, no, no, no. Like, like they would take somebody's set that was maybe 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and then reduce it to five. And I, like, I remember watching, because Dane Cook, the first time I ever saw Dane Cook, this is a Dane Cook story, uh, the first time I ever, he was on Just for Laughs, and I was like, this guy is so hilarious. Like, this is very funny. I'm, I bet he writes all his own jokes. I don't know. Does anybody? I don't know. Anyway, but uh, you get to the point where it's like you watch the actual thing and you're like, there's some good jokes here, but it's not like, you know, it wasn't this tight set that he did when he started out. Mm. But then you find out that those people were helping everybody out by editing stuff. And I just didn't know that for the longest time. I, I think actually, that that too, it. that if you perform it just for laughs, you sign away that, like, you're your set can be chipped, chopped, slip-slopped, frankenstein yep. for eternity. And yeah, and like still, they, they it's like a content farm for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like if you go and uh, brave and look at comedy, it's wild. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. 100%. Uh, anyway, back to the thing we were talking about, which was Mr. Bean. What do you think the starting of Mr. Bean means? What does it mean? Well, so yeah, is he an alien? Like they deposited him? Oh my god, is a fallen a, angel. Is, is he a fallen angel or is he just rejected from heaven? <laughs> well, yeah, like, I, did, I did I aliens deposit because, him here. Yeah, because he acts like an alien. 
And then also, I don't know. The music is what makes me think he's an angel, but I think that's just the theme song. Like, I don't think it's literal, but it it feels so literal. Oh my god, the theme song is inst- like very iconic. The like, da, 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 da. do you know what the words translate to? No, are are they even in a different language? It's in Latin. Yeah. Oh, it's very religious. And yeah. it's behold what? the man who is being. <gasps> That's what it says. What? Yeah. Wait a minute. Like, being is el- being is in Latin. Eke homo qui est fava. Is what it is. <gasps> Fava. <laughs> Behold <laughs> the man, man that is, is Bean. <laughs> who is a Bean, I guess, technically. Oh. Whoa. Uh, Sonia, well, that is crazy. Yeah. So there's some <laughs> trivia for you. But yeah, I I don't know. There is a <laughs> wow. part of me that thinks him being an alien or like an otherworldly entity would explain a lot of his behavior and life. Because well, otherwise he has some sort like, honestly, Sonia, I was like, I need to go to you for some sort of, uh, like a diagnosis or like a, a bit of a like. What are we? What are we dealing with? Well, yeah, o- because OCD watch, for sure. Like, watch me back this time. I feel that he is very autistic coded, actually. Mm-hmm. Or honestly, even like a, just a full psychopath. <laughs> well, yeah, like there's so, some I don't episodes. There's... I'm like, I think he. It is, does get dark. It yeah. does evil. get dark. Yeah, he yeah. does some very dark things. Like the but way that his... he just treats people is so mm-hmm. like un unthinkingly will just assault someone or just use people in a way to just get ahead without even blinking. I'm yeah. like, this is a very dark side to Mr. Bean. And Which... I get a cruelty from him that I did not mm-hmm. get before that I'm like, this yeah. this chills me. Same. Seeing Mr. Bean do this to these people is chilling. Just unthinkingly. And that really does align with like a very uninformed and ableist kind of depiction of autism. Like um, the whole concept of like theory of mind, like that autistic, anyway, this is such a rabbit hole, but basically that autistic people like lack the capacity to basically think about what another person is experiencing in their mind, which I is categorically false as far as I believe. Um, There's not a lot of good research to support that. But anyway, so yes. I was wondering that this time where I was like, this actually makes me feel a bit uncomfy because there are moments where this feels like a disability story a little bit, but I don't think that's what they're intentionally doing. But then it's like, they're kind of, it's that thing where it's like the humor is kind of coming from stuff that is coded autistically, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Well, and watching it in the here and now, like you guys are correct. It is, it's no longer comfy. Like it's not a, (laughs) it's not a, it's not a, a feel good thing and like he really does come off as the villain because his intention is there right so like (laughs) it is like almost this thing where like they pull together all these bits and pieces that they thought were odd or charming or weird or whatever and they made this man but like with any kind of intent behind it he's just a jerk at worst yeah like like i feel like they're like oh he's like mr magoo but like Mr. Magoo goes through life in a charmed life, but it's just because he doesn't actually, he's unaware of what's happening. And mm-hmm. so people, things happen to people around him in his orbit, but he doesn't know that's what's going on. Whereas yeah. Mr. Bean is like facilitating people's destruction and their downfall. 
in a way to get himself ahead. And it is... Yeah, for his own gain only, essentially. And yeah, men, and often women, for, like, children, very he is gain. not biased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he the way I was thinking about it this week is, like, he's basically a human id. Like, he's just, like, impulse and desire Pleasure. to be, to, like, satiate, yeah, his desires. Mm-hmm. He's but, like but a, all... what are the monsters from Hellraiser? Cenobites? <laughs> oh, like yeah. Cenobite. <laughs> he's <laughs> Exists only for pleasure. Well, anyway, but, that's but a gangly, awkward Cenobite. <laughs> also, but, gay. Like this is a definitely a side, but he is. I looked up his age. He's several years younger than I am. He's like thirty three in this series. <laughs> yeah, and that chilled me even more. <laughs> that's the Britishness, though, coming at you. But he is like I do think people have trouble understanding what chaotic neutral is and that is mr bean right like (laughs) it is just this selfish force of nature coming from an incredibly imperial view of the world and like i it's so funny because i think that the goal of mr bean is to like be this super funny version of impolite Mm. Right, because it's British. Like it's you know, like that's it's 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 got it all written all over it, and uh, it does work at that level. But now, like as an adult, he is just kind of this terrifying force of nature, and uh, I don't know. Like I watched it with the child, and like she did not giggle at the parts that I thought were funny. So I don't know if he's just resting on nostalgia at this point. Mm. But uh, who knows. Great question. I do also wonder if it's kind of a comedy sensibility that has really gone out of style. Like when I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is like vaudeville, like slapstick type stuff. You know, like this is this is a silent movie just with other sound, just not his sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he has through the series, he says like Turner and he says, I don't know how I would like to. I would like a selection of all of his lines. I feel like it's under eight. Yeah. No, that soundboard is small for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, um, okay. Also, speaking of oh. soundboard, though, can we talk about the laugh track for like a second? Yeah. Yeah. Because the laugh track is a very huge part of the show. Because otherwise it would be dead silent mm-hmm. and it would be extremely awkward. Although I was very distracted by the laugh track this time. Because I was like, I know that they're not filming this on a soundstage. There's no live audience. Um, you know, what's up with this? <laughs> where are they yeah. where are they getting these laughs? I don't know. I was really I really started thinking about this, the laugh track. It took a lot of there's not many series that have laugh tracks anymore. Yeah, I guess that's what surprised me. Style. Yeah, no. it's it's jarring for sure. I don't know if I noticed it, you guys. That's oh my god, Jeremy! It was the only, so. it was the only sound you would have heard. Well, no, there's other sound. There's lots of sounds. Lots of oh, things going. Yeah, on. there's sounds of him like drilling his own tooth or whatever. Like, yeah, oh my which is god, great. that's good stuff. <laughs> that is maybe the worst one I watched. Uh, well, but that's okay because he's doing it to himself, right? Yeah, like but it was still season. upsetting. Yeah. As a ma- well, as a professional man is lying, like maybe overdosing <laughs> on the ground or whatever, that he. D- did not give a second thought to. But he's likely fine. Like, he's likely fine. 
Okay, you guys, we gotta get okay. to the bottom of this. Okay. Oh, here's okay. the here's the here's the question that really starts off this whole conversation. Oh, sorry. Do you like Mr. Bean? Well, so yeah, here's the question. Because um sometimes the laugh track is very like, ha, oh like if something <laughs> happens to him, like when he gets kicked off the kid's slide or whatever. And I'm like, oh, are we supposed to feel sorry for Mr. Bean? Because I was like, no, I did not feel bad for Mr. Bean. In fact, I was hoping for that three-wheeled car to give him some justice, some, <laughs> some just desserts. <laughs> I wanted someone to rise up and like put him in his place. And it never happened because he always got the upper hand. Yeah, white male privilege incarnate. Um, (laughs) I, okay, that's interesting, Sean, because I do feel sorry for him at times and feel like there, there is a, okay, there's like a childlikeness to him, Mm -hmm. like with Teddy and everything, or even like, that's why I'm chilled. I think that if he opened up one of those closets in his like weird apartment, you, we would find a mummified mother figure like that's (laughs) what like i feel like there's more to this story that we don't know like something is there (laughs) i do feel like there's more to the story but i don't know but then yeah it it gets ruined by his maniacal behavior and also he really stresses me out and this is the thing even as a child some of the situations that he gets himself into are just so stressful because you're like, why are you doing that? Why is this happening? How could this possibly turn out okay? This is a disaster. Like he just, he really stresses me out. But how then, is that the most stressful situation? How do you find this? yourself nude in public upwards of five times throughout the series? Right. Um. Well, we'll get into it. But I, I had to turn off the 1997 movie because it was too stressful. That is very really? brave of you to get into. The chaos. Yeah, we'll get into it. But the other piece, so this is the thing is like, I have like these multi layered feelings about him because I do at times find him relatable and that troubles me. Oh no. But you know, it's when he gets into a situation where he doesn't know what the protocol is and then he's flailing. And I, I don't know if that's a neurodivergent thing um, or just an awkward person thing, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like we have all had some moments like that where you're like, what could I possibly do? Like, this is so embarrassing and I don't know what the next move is. And in that moment, you push a child into a pool right. to distract everybody. I was going to say, we cut to you being like, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I think I still like Mr. Bean. And my next question is like, what makes him work? And what is his beingness is what I've put mm. because it is this very unique performance of I like, I think you're onto something Sonia in terms of like, it's exploring something that is just innately uncomfortable and like exploring awkwardness is a strange thing to do. Like that's just a strange. And I do wonder like Mr. Bean is overt in his awkwardness and I wonder, like, oh, sometimes I go out and I feel awkward, mm-hmm. and that's weird. But I don't think that if anybody was watching me, like, I don't feel like I'm Mr. Bean. Like, I don't feel like it's that level of the thing. 
but he's just like so amped up in that regard that like that's what we're witness to but uh you know like you watch a man make a sandwich and a tea on a bench (laughs) next to another man eating a sandwich and like like is the joke that he's got the fresher sandwich because he brought all of his stuff to make the sandwich at the location like is that the is that the thing you know like He's great. Question. He could have made it at home. No, like, he's he, doing it to himself. I think the joke he, is like, um, that's so yeah. absurd. Why on earth would he do that? Mm-hmm. Like, that's such a that's that's not what's supposed to happen, which really is the root of so much comedy is like we have these like social scripts and these understandings of dynamics and situations. And then someone fails to perform that, basically, like. You could look at like Shakespeare plays. There's always a character that's like that, you know. Like I feel like that mm-hmm. is the basis of a lot of comedy. No, we hear you. But... Mr. Bean is like Shakespeare. <laughs> exactly. Clear, Sonia. He's basically Falstaff. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it is just it's so silly. Mm-hmm. And, and also, like, like I don't want to take away from the fact that it is a very incredible performance by. Rowan Atkinson and like the mythology of the Mr. Bean performance. Like we're like, I feel like it's been bent whispered about like, and he doesn't say anything the whole show. Like mm-hmm. that kind of, uh, I just remember how incredible that was for me at the time. I'm just like, this is a genius doing genius work and maybe mm-hmm. it still is, but I'm just, I'm seeing this character in a, a new light and I'm maybe I'm, and I'm projecting too much into being like, what is his life? Where does he work? Mm. Who are his, why does he take himself on so many fun little dates? And like, how did he get a girlfriend? And like, I mean, he's never had a girl. Like, is he asexual? Yeah. I believe that no. he's, he, I he firmly believe dates, that he is but asexual. That's not his girlfriend. No, she's the Christmas not, she's episode. She's not happy with that. The Christmas. <laughs> no. I watched it today. The Christmas episode starts with them outside a store and her like pointing at a big diamond ring and being like, also, "I want that," and then kissing him on the cheek. She's his girlfriend. Also, that char- that character's name is like Irma Irma Gerb or something. It's, it's, it's like, Irma Gob, I think. Irma Gob. <laughs> Which is hilarious. It is. Okay, I I actually have not watched the famous Christmas episode recently, but in all of the ones that I've watched, I'm like, every time someone shows him sort of a bit of like romantic interest, he is instantly like repulsed and like weirded out. And I'm like, I wonder if he's completely asexual. But then also I'm like, but I think he's also maybe homophobic (laughs) because (laughs) in one episode I watched... There's a man in a laundromat that like <laughs> maybe hits on Mr. Bean and Mr. Bean is so rattled that he destroys his clothes. Um, Mr. Bean, you might know, Mr. Bean accidentally puts on a dress um, mm-hmm. instead of his pants. And, um, and then the man not even shows interest in him, but is just like not disturbed by it. He's just is like, okay. And then Mr. Bean is revolted by that and then destroys his clothes. And I was like, Mr. Bean, you're Honestly, a monster. Sounds like the call is coming from inside the house, Mr. Bean. Exactly. <laughs> Mr. Bean was reacting insanely, I gotta say. But that's that- also a very a very childish way to and like in my notes, I just have the the word selfish child question mm-hmm. mark. And selfish like child. that 
like that <laughs> that is where like a big part of where it's coming from and uh i like I, for a long time i kind of thought he was like kind of a gay character and i don't know why maybe well, it's the suits or something there's a lot but, of queerness uh, like there's that yeah. episode where he goes to that hotel and there's like a drag queen is headlining and every other person in the hotel is like a young handsome man and i'm like is this a gay hotel for a, some sort of big gay conference and what is going why is mr bean here and creating such a ruckus at this hotel in that same episode, he gets a vendetta against a, a man for seemingly no reason and just Classic. competes with him in every way. You know, just Mr. Bean stuff. Just Mr. Bean it's, things. He's, the man is unhinged, I gotta say. You, you don't know what he's gonna do. That but is I, very I, true. I think there's also something about his physicality that reads mm-hmm. queer at times. And I think Maybe. it's it's almost like queer in the like weird sense. And then it be- the lines yes. become blurry. I agree. Yeah. I agree exactly no. with what you said. And, and that is a very interesting reading of the bean. But with that, Queen Bean, we need to take a break. Well, the Queen father. Bean. Oh my I god! Had to, I had to. Oh my god! Thing wide e- open. Eke homo, fava. <laughs> oh my god! Let's start a website. Wow! Wow! <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you both. Uh, You're listening to us talk about Mr. Bean on Spoiler Alert. Uh, You're listening to 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. I should have said Bean Munity, but... Ew, I edit that out. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. We're talking about Mr. Bean today, but before we continue talking about the Beanster, there's no other name I can call it. I'm wor- I'm trying. And Bean. And it's just not happening. Bang. Yeah. Uh, anyway, before we keep talking about that that little dude, I don't know. He might be bigger than me. He just seems small. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think he's tall. Uh, does, yeah. Does anyone know what time it is? Uh, I have no idea. Evening time. It's game time, people. Oh. I stared at Sonia. I was expecting it. You did. So, it was such a valiant drive. Uh, a falsetto child? The game is where I spend literally five seconds this week looking for a title related to our topic that these two have definitely not seen. Um, I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. And I tell them what it's really about. You guys ready to play the game? I guess so. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this week's title is Playtime. Playtime. That title again. Playtime. Oh god. Obviously. Yeah, clearly. Everyone Playtime. knows what this is. Okay. Um as we all know, Rowan Atkinson has made his career off of basically being variations. Um which we might talk more about. And so I think that this Whoa, is... Whoa, do you think Johnny English is a bean <laughs> I'm sorry, variation? Spy bean, you mean? Are you <laughs> kidding me? Yeah. Spy oh bean. my god, Sonya. Nar- narcoleptic bean. <gasps> Man versus bean? Yeah, I, I went there. Um, I haven't watched it yet. So I, I, I haven't and won't. Um, I think... Sorry, what's the title again? <laughs> Playtime. Playtime. Okay. Playtime. I think Playtime is a spin-off series where um, we see childhood Bean 
playing oh, with God. Teddy in his playroom. Like young his, Sheldon. Like, <laughs> this is <laughs> yes, horrifying. It's young Sheldon. Young Bean. Mr. Bean. It's him and Teddy going on like imagination adventures and of course getting into terrible mishaps for no reason. Teddy's still there. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Do we ever meet like Mrs. Bean? Like Big Big Bean? The parents I think, that somehow brought this specter into our lives? Yeah, I think it's that thing where they're like always just off camera. Um, oh, like Charlie Brown parents? Like, yeah, basically. Rah, 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 rah. Oh, God. <sighs> I'm chilled at that. Okay, so um, <laughs> I believe that this is... Uh, playtime is just like an episode, a lost episode, maybe like for a uh, like a Christmas series or something called Playtime. And it's where Mr. Bean is, um, you know, feeling a little skint. I don't know where his money comes from, probably from some inheritance because he <laughs> might have murdered his parents. I, I hesitate to say, but <laughs> I think he's feeling a little low on cash. And so he gets a job um, working at a play school. And then just him um, awkwardly, like, trying to uh, deal with the children's problems in his very unhuman, unemotional way. Mm. Like, a child falls down and is crying, and he just, like, awkwardly, like, puts them in a closet or something like that. That's what I'm imagining. Okay. Uh, Wow. Uh, Thank you both uh, very much. Uh, I did trick you. And I knew that Ugh. this was going to trick you. Uh, you're both wrong in all ways, shapes, and forms. Jeremy, um, you know how yeah. the odds are already stacked against us. Do you know? I do. I'm aware. Yeah, no. That's uh, points fall where they may. <laughs> um, some, at some point, you guys will like figure out how I formulate the game in my mind. And like it'll be good. Uh, Your mind is time. like a blockade. We, can't, we have no way in. <laughs> can't get in. <laughs> Uh, you, you're wearing me down. That's, you don't, <laughs> don't kid yourselves. Come on. Uh, Playtime is, of course, a 1967, I'm going to put this in quotes, comedy film oh, uh, by Jacques Tati. Um, it's very interesting. It's a pretty, I think I actually talked about it on the show once. Anyway, uh, it's this really weird film, and it kind of like stars these six characters. And it's this very like strange sort of like, stylized take on realism almost where like the camera's always wide and there's these crazy ginormous sets that are sort of set in the future and like some funny things happen and you can't really like understand what people are doing because like we don't get the full volume of stuff anyway uh the work of tati and playtime in particular is actually a key text in the development of mr bean and when you watch it you get it because it's the same style. It's the same, like, it's the same, like, like very quiet, almost like the real world sort of sounds that, like, don't really affect the, like, it's mm. not the sound that we're used to be presented to. Uh, anyway, um, if if you're into it, it's quite long. It's a little intense. Um, but it's cool. It's Yeah, well, it's 124 minutes. It's not crazy. Uh, anyway. Um, That's two hours and four out. minutes. That's, like half the length of any film in theaters right now (laughs) that's that is true um but it is this very strange like gray uh futurist sort of thing and it is a comedy film there are funny things but it's like a very particular type of comedy anyway uh ron atkinson and his co-writer whose name i'm forgetting right now billy something bobby something 
doesn't matter. Look it up if you're interested. Both uh, use this as sort of like a, a thing to kind of like get the character going because it is this very strange type of presentation. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen anything like it since. Uh, pretty close to mime, honestly, actually. Yeah, very. But um, Playtime is another like example of this. Like It's like they took the Playtime playbook and then just went with it in a funnier direction. God, um, I thought you were going to tell me that Rowan Atkinson as a child star like was in it or something. <laughs> yeah. You may have been. He may have been. You guys, thank you for playing the game. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't as stop. I mentioned, <laughs> yeah, you can't. You literally can't stop. No, can't. Um, it's a thing that happens to you. Uh, anyway, uh, we're talking about Mr. Bean. You guys, Mr. Bean has been in short uh, like short sort of things. He's had a television series, several films, and then finally the animated cartoon by which the three of us are still baffled exists in any at all. Okay, can you? Uh, by the way, we were talking about this off camera, but yeah. can you remind listeners how many episodes of the cartoon yeah. there are? The animated six, cartoon? Six series, 156 episodes. <laughs> now, I had a thought about this. Can you believe? What? That's like 20 what if per they're season. short? Mm, they might be. What if they're short though? Like what if they're just like five minutes or something? I, I I'm trying to find like maybe, but oh my god. It's gosh. still crazy to me. Because as a, we have as we mentioned before, there's only like 15 episodes of Mr. Bean. Like that they spun off and did like t- ten times more for mm-hmm. a cartoon is outrageous. But the thing that's also crazy is that Rowan Atkinson does the voice mm-hmm. of the animated bean. Well, they probably had him in studio for like an hour and have just <laughs> yeah, used just those the different... entire series. Yeah, different like nonverbal kind of vocalizations. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, very. Just like just like how they built Siri. Yeah. Um, exactly. They probably chip-chopped it up like just for last gags, honestly. I mean, just for last. Maybe. And they're just sort of like have been u- dining out on that hour forever. Mm-hmm. They certainly could have. Has Mr. Bean gone too far? <laughs> you know, we, we've got. So I don't know if you guys know this, but Mr. Bean was was made for these commercials, and then these shorts that were made, mm-hmm. and that's how they sort of like got the funding to make the series. I have not seen many of these. They're very old. they're very rough, and they're kind of different compared to the the thing that we all know as Mr. Bean. Um, and then he, he got to the big screen and like, was it 97 or something? Yeah. That was the movie. Uh, That's wild that he made it to the big screen. Yeah. And then there was Mr. Bean's holiday sometime later on. In 2007. Almost 20 years after the original series. No, it's, that's, it feels wrong. I don't Why are we, why are we obsessed with this man? Well, at some point, like if someone said, Right. Okay, let's play this little mind game here. Oh, God. If somebody said to you, if somebody said to you, for 150 bones, you could go to Conexus Art Center and watch Rowan Atkinson live for two hours, would you go? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> you wouldn't. I would go. That would be great. I'd love that. Ever since he went on the press tour for Man vs. B, and apropos of nothing, no one asked him about it, decided to wade in and be the latest soldier against quote-unquote cancel culture, which is like, I'm sorry, Mr. Bean, because you've been subject to what? Persecution as a bean? No. Um, (laughs) Anyway, ever since he pulled that out, 
You uh, are mixing up Mr. Bean and Rowan Atkinson, I fear. Well, but <laughs> where's the line? We all are. I bet he doesn't line? know. True. Fee true. Um, anyway, uh, how far have you guys gotten into this? Like, how, how... I think I watched the first movie, honestly, in, like, a high school class. Because... <laughs> I had a teacher that was very like, bye. <laughs> so I think we watched, I think we watched the one where he like fudged the, the farmer's daughter or whatever. The, what's that? Whistler's mother. You know, the painting Whistler's mother. Whistler's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whistler's mother. Yeah. The farmer's daughter. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Mother. Yeah. Where he, where he messed up that and then caused like an international art fraud. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember much more about even the film i just remembered that about that sequence and i have zero idea what the second one's about goes on a holiday oh yeah. and that's it okay. yeah nothing bad happens he just way. has a nice time and has a margarita and goes yeah. home I'll... isn't there like a subplot about a heist or something oh god no there's some there's some nefarious portion that he gets like wrapped up adjacent to but i can't even remember what it is now can i ask you does he speak in the films, or is he exactly the same? He speaks more in the Mr. Bean's Holiday, more than in anything else. Um, mm-hmm. And he also is painted in a much more sympathetic light, I noticed in watching it this week. Because oh. the premise of that one is, um, he wins like a church raffle, to, to and he wins this trip to um, Cannes, to like the French Riviera. Uh, so he's dreaming of going to the beach, going on this trip. And so it's like you take the um, Eurostar from London to Paris and then like the train from Paris to the south of France. And so he's getting on the train, um, I think in Paris. He has a whole mix. Yeah, he has a whole mix up in Paris. He's about to get on the train. He also won like a little camcorder, a handheld camcorder with his raffle prize. And so he's like filming himself everywhere he goes. That's a big part of the plot. And he's like going to get on the train and this random man is trying to get on the train and Mr. Bean accosts him and forces him to film Mr. Bean like doing a little bit where he's getting on the train. But of course, it's a mess. He like kicks over the guy's coffee. It's a whole thing. And in the end, um, the train pulls away. Mr. Bean gets on and the guy does not. But the guy starts shouting and running and Mr. Bean realizes the guy's son, who does not speak English, I think they're Polish maybe? Um, yeah. is on the train. And so, Mr. Bean is out here causing a <laughs> yeah. ruckus, causing a family <laughs> ruckus. Everywhere he, everything he touches. Oh, no. And so at first he's his classic villain self and like just is, is not helpful to this child whatsoever. But eventually he feels bad. And so he actually gets off the train with the kid and like watches over him because he sees like a scary old drunk man start to like harass this child so and then they form a friendship spoiler alert so he is wow. a much he's a gentle applause for you being. mr bean for saving a child yeah mm-hmm. but also sonia i've not watched in a long time don't his shenanigans get like crazy big they like, do, like they do um it gets really meta because he he accidentally winds up on the set of like this big hollywood it actually turns out to be a commercial. At first, it seems like it's a war movie. Um, Willem Dafoe plays this, like, jerk of a director, this really sick Willem director. Willem Dafoe is in this? Yeah. He's, oh and he's God. so good in it. Um, 
and he and so Bean like interrupts his commercial, but then makes friends with this up and coming French actress, one of the most beautiful human beings ever. This actress named Emma Decone. Cone? I don't know French. Um and I don't know. And but so I don't know. There's this whole plot where he gets wrapped into like um her going to Cannes, but what happens is people think that Mr. Bean has abducted this child. So he becomes this like national news story in France and everyone's like on the hunt for him. But he doesn't oh, even God. notice, of course. Oh, God. But also fun fact, the child is played by Maxim Baldry, who people might know. Uh, he plays Isildur on Lord of the Rings, Rings of oh, Power. That's fun. Oh. Yeah. We just cannot escape these hobbits, can we? These hobbits <laughs> I keep know. coming back for more. Gosh. They're just hiding under a little, a little uh, branch and all of a sudden they pop up. Well, that is outrageous, and I did not know that that was the plot of the second one. It's wild. Mm-hmm. That he yeah, well, kidnaps a I, child. I, but. I think at some point they realized that like, to make Bean go full screen, he just needs to be an element of chaos surrounding mm-hmm. normals. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's like a very American approach to like oh, every- bringing, mis- bringing a British thing over. You know, like, that's like, oh, let's just insert that into something we like, and then it'll be okay. Uh, yeah, honestly, I get, I like you're right. Movie. I guess the the movie, the films are the Americanization of their concept of Mr. Bean. Mm-hmm. Of, like, what yes. they think Mr. Bean is about. And then they're like, except that we ramp it up, like, a million. Well, because there are multiple bits from the 1997 movie, Bean, that are just directly repeated from the show. So I was mm-hmm. watching it and I was like, wait, that happened on the episode of the show that I watched. It's basically just like mm-hmm. they repeat. So they they obviously assumed that the like American audience wouldn't have seen all of the show mm-hmm. or any of it. maybe. Except, yeah, In- they Americanize it by having it be a bullet he pulls out of a living <laughs> patient instead of a, yeah, <laughs> he's like, else. He like robs a bank and like shoot someone or something they actually show the barf in the barf bag that he inflates and explodes over someone rather than (laughs) in the show they cut away wait really they show him pop the barf well they show they show him like pop it and then it shows like the barf flying through the air which is that's like a a moment of fluid yeah uh it it works okay uh all right you guys we're we're running low on time so we're going to talk about Mm. this what are your favorite beans what are they favorite beans well, um, I think I'm that we cannot get Sorry. We, can't, we can't get through this Crushed without it. talking about obviously Turkey Head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Turkey Head's a big one. I feel like Dentist sticks to the top of my mind too. Maybe they're just For the me, ones that I watch the most, I guess. But yeah, the dentist one is stuck in my mind because it horrifies me the noises. But for me, it's him driving to the dentist while getting dressed. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a lot of. Oh, and you know the scene when he spits out his toothpaste and it lands in a man's butt crack. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't know why that happened, but it uh, it really it was but, a big. It has several. It has a bit. It it was on for like 15 seconds. And and like it is a thing where like they do find these like really wonderful nooks of like normal life Mm -hmm. and then like bean them and make it really weird. 
chief among them, like when I think of Mr. Bean, I do think of him making that sandwich on mm-hmm. the bench with all like, and a part of it is just how intricate it gets with all of the parts and like him cutting the loaf of bread with the scissors and then killing the fish that he puts on, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it's just, it's oh, just yeah, all of these crazy, fish. crazy levels. Um, do you guys want to know one of my favorite beans that you maybe have never heard of? Yeah. Oh. Uh, in, I don't know if you guys watched the closing of the 2012 London Olympics, but Mr. Bean was there. Oh, what? And he plays Chariots of Fire with an orchestra. And it is so funny. Like he's the director? It, no, he is playing the piano and he's just doing the <laughs> and like he gets bored and then like he's like trying to keep busy and he has to switch hands and like it is kind of this Rowan Atkinson moment that goes on for way too long that was so funny that he did on live TV in front of literally the entire planet and like I don't know if he was playing it for real I'm not sure like I don't I don't know like that seems pretty risky to me. That's very but, respectable, um, honestly. It, it It's so good. And, like, honestly, it's kind of the best way. Like, I wish he had never done it. He, has he done it since? I don't even know. Don't... 2007 was the last movie. and then Probably the for, like, Red Nose Day or something in the, in the year. Sonny, I was literally going to say Red Nose Day. When people <laughs> they dust resurrect off. everything, yeah. Dust off a few chestnuts for the Red Nose Day. Yeah. Chestnuts but roasting. that would have been... Sorry. <laughs> that's so sorry. It just fr- it's just free so association good. sometimes. On yeah, show. no, that's but it works, Sanj. That's the thing is that sometimes <laughs> it just gets you. Anyway, yeah. but uh, after this is done, you guys should look up the video of him playing Chariots of Fire okay. with the 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 London Orchestra at the closing of the Olympics because it is just this like incredible moment, and it's like Rowan Atkinson appearing to be more bored than he's ever been having to push the same key on a keyboard again the like for the whole song and it's just so charming it makes me laugh every single time i watch it and it is a moment honestly smart of the uk to bring out a f- like their big pop culture hits like mm-hmm. like they were like we are reuniting the spice girls we are getting rowan atkinson to like play for the orchestra did they reunite the spice girls for the olympics yeah they like they uh, all five, all five, baby. Victoria was remember. there. I don't. Rem- I only remember. Uh, Posh Spice was doing her low alto like best, Mama. Okay, well you guys watch my thing. A, and I'll watch yours. Jerry wasn't a weird right wing conspiracy theorist yet. Wait, is Jerry Better that? Times. Yeah, we'll, Did that we'll talk about it. Yeah, it's dark. Wow, oh, the, ter- the turfs have got to her. Girl power. <laughs> Is it's what like, she says. Yeah. <laughs> but, in, but yikes. <laughs> but damn. in a dark way. <laughs> um, okay, guys. Again, time is nil. Uh, <laughs> least favorite beans. Time is nil. Okay, <laughs> like... Though... Okay, uh, what's he got against that car? What is his problem? Do you it's know what like I mean? his enemy. It cuts. I think it cuts him off in the, like the very first episode when he's going to that exam, for some reason that we never <laughs> discover why it is or why. Why is like again? What's his job? Why is he use his uh, his continuing education? Like who knows? I'm gonna Google it. But I think that's what it is. I think it like cuts that. him off. 
Yeah. And this is my problem with Bean is that he gets these vendettas and he just wages war on these people that don't know him, don't care about him. I know. And he just tries to destroy them. And it's it's honestly frightening. Yeah, no, he, he, he's got a black book. And uh, and it's like five, book, it's like, like five people long, and he just is going after them. That's it. And also, like, what is the budget that they can just keep tipping this three wheeled car over and over? <laughs> like, yeah, that poor guy. They're very durable, Chuck. I guess so. For me, I think it's the steak tartare moment yeah, when he's gross. hiding it everywhere. Yeah, just because it's so oh, gross. And he, like, puts it in the lady's purse. And they basically recreate that in Bean, but it's oysters, which is also gross. Okay, well, there's another Bean where he, again, has a vendetta against a man that he doesn't know. But he just tries to keep upping him. And this man gets a few oysters from a buffet. And Mr. Bean gets a million oysters. And the man is about to eat one. And Mr. Bean slobs them back so quickly. And they're viscerally disgusting. And then the man is yeah. like... The man is like, are these off? And the, the waiter's like, oh, yeah, they're bad. And then Mr. Bean has been shoveling this, like, off fish down his throat. And that grossed me out. It still kind of grossed me out. Sounds like he's going to need some Beano. Very. God, you're on fire today. <laughs> like, it's not, kid, it's not bad. It's only oh, fun. You got it, kid. <laughs> That's true. Uh I uh, I did Google it, and from the mo- uh, from the film Bean, mm-hmm. they have assumed that Mr. Bean's job is a guard. Oh like, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he is depicted it like he is depicted, and that's why he goes to the states because they send him, um, they want him out, so they send him with the painting to guard it, like a museum yeah. guard. Yeah, yeah, which he, makes sense. No, he's like, not equipped. Like, he does not have the equipment. Well, no, he's no. really bad at it. That's why they ship him off to America. Yeah, Sean, he just sits in a chair, man. That's all he does. Um, but uh, my least favorite bean is definitely Mr. Bean's Holiday. Mm. I I don't remember if I did walk out or if I was just thinking about walking out. Because you walked out of I, a Mr. Bean movie? I love that we I both do. went to it in the theater. Like, yeah, what are you guys going, lining yeah, up I went, opening I was 16 weekend? years uh, old. Yeah, I, went to be, I went to Bean in the theater, and I really liked it. And also, uh, Bean is only like an hour and 20 minutes yeah. or something. And I think that's where I get my like of short things from Bean. From Bean. Because... Because I, I, my mom was talking to the theater guy, and he's like, "Like you know what? It's just a tight hour and twenty, and you're out." And I was like, <laughs> "You know what? Yeah, yeah. Like I, it sounds good to me." Wow, uh, anyway. his influence is looming larger than I expected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knew? That adult who was very likely a sixteen-year-old boy <laughs> yeah. has just burned himself into my mind. That's so but funny. Uh, yeah, you know what, Mister Bean? We salute you, and we're gonna keep watching. And if you do anything after that Olympics bit, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, anyway, you guys, that's all the time we have. Wow. <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manatuna. My co-hosts, Sean and Sonia. Everyone at CJTR and to our listeners. Spoiler alert is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Rebroadcast Fridays at 3 and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on spoiler alert. Or, well, that's not what it, that says. Well, in We're some on Twitter, ways we are. at Spoiler Alert YQR and Instagram at Spoiler Alert CJTR. Uh, my Electric is coming up next. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, Bean. <laughs>